How many of you consented to giving Ukraine your money? I don't think Uncle Sam cares. The Griff Report starts now. Two, one, boom. Hotep Jesus. Of all the Jesuses I know, he's the Hotepiest. Social scientist and YouTube host, Hotep Jesus. How the fuck do you get a name like Hotep Jesus? The one and only Hotep Jesus. Ryan Sharp, better known to the world as Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep, Hotep, Hotep Jesus. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Somebody said... What do you think you are? Some kind of Hotep Jesus? Ooh, and that's I was good. Just like, ooh, that's sexy. <laughs> yes, I do think I'm Hotep <laughs> Jesus. What's up, people? What up to the chat? We back. It's Hotep Jesus to Griff God. Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep. Hotep. Hotep Jesus. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. What up, chat? How y'all feeling? Shout out to the chat. Wilmar, what up? Jeff, what up? Don Day, what up? Jay Pylon. Jeff, what up, man? Shout out to the whole men of the team. Over on Rumble, I see Hotel Boulay and Jay. Shout out to the Haram Life podcast. What up, y'all? Strong Dad announced. What up, Strong Dad? We got a lot to go over today. We're going to do it in an hour. They're going to open up the phone lines at uh, approximately 3 p.m. The show will end properly at 4 p.m. Because I have another show after this with Wendy Yo called Black and White. And uh, when we get on that show, um, that'll be happening on Twitter Spaces. So make sure you guys join us on Twitter Spaces uh, quickly after this show. Promptly after the show. A couple of announcements here. Number one, I'm going to be doing an AI tutorial. Okay, AI tutorial for my locals community and my YouTube community. If you guys are not subscribed, that means money should be coming out of your bank account to one of these services and then to my bank account so I can provide you guys these lovely services. Now, this is, um, I mean, the value here is crazy. I think it's like five bucks to sign up for my, for, uh, to be a monthly member. And, uh, I'm going to be doing an AI tutorial. It's like a $5,000 class. I could do a master class on this, but I'm going to basically record a video of me using AI, explain what the hell is happening and upload it there. And you guys will have that. So you can learn how to use AI. Now, with that being said, I got a really interesting, um, comment on my YouTube channel the other day in regards to artificial intelligence. And uh, obviously a lot of people are like, oh my God, artificial intelligence, the sky is falling. Oh my God. And there's a whole lot of that happening. And I get it. I understand the problem. The issue is from my perspective, I think, um, you know, people are talking about how much of the human uh, aspect is going to be removed. And my question is, did you say that when they invented the calculator? Did you say that when they invented the computer? Did you say that when Steve Jobs created the iPhone? And if you did say that, are you still using those devices today? If you are, then you should probably be using AI. No matter how you feel about these devices, you should probably be using them. You're using the computer, you're using the device. You're watching me right now. TV has been a detrimental device for centuries. I believe it was created... I don't know, by some German scientists, Jakubians or something like that, specifically for the purposes of brainwashing. We still use the television, don't we? Video games have gotten a bad rap. We still play video games. A lot of this stuff is going to come down to your discipline, your discipline. So if you're not using AI, you're a boomer. It's just a fact of the matter. You're a boomer. You're going to be fucking decades behind everybody else. And you're going to work yourself to death for no apparent reason. 
Um, that's my quick rain on AI. Hopefully you guys will be joining me on Locals and YouTube and getting your uh, AI education because AI is absolutely changing my life. You're subscribed to Rumble? I can't, there's no Rumble like community. You should probably switch and join my Locals because I don't know how to send stuff or maybe I can figure it out for our Rumble community. Maybe I can figure out how to do it for Rumble community, but I'll have to look into that. Um, my bad, Rumble. I'll, I'll figure out what to do with that. Shout out to Kamar Daniel, one of the greatest writers on menoforder.com. Shout out to him. I got some great news for him. We're going to talk soon. Kamar, I got some great news for you. I'm going to make you a rich man. We'll be talking soon. All right. If you ain't using AI, you're probably afraid of the computer or were. I remember there was a story of uh, my aunt. My aunt had a job. This wasn't my real aunt, but my aunt got a job or had a job uh, at a uh, Fortune 500 company, international Fortune 500 company, very huge company, still in business today, does big, big, big business. And uh, computers had just rolled out. And her boss comes to her and says, hey, listen, you've been doing your job by hand for many years now. I have great news. Things called computers are now uh, and have been invented, and we're going to be bringing computers into the office. This is in the 80s. And uh, she said, no, I want to continue doing the things the way I've been doing it. So they fired her, laid her off, and brought in a younger cat from college, half her salary, and he used a computer. Uh, today, she struggles to make an income. You know, keep in mind, she didn't have a college degree, so she wasn't going to be able to rise up the ranks of uh Corporate America without, you know, that little detail there, or at least boosting your skills and getting some sort of certification. She did none of the above. And now she struggles to make ends meet. So this is the problem when you don't stay up to date with technology. You just get phased out. It just is what it is. You become obsolete like the old version of the iPhone. Uh, all right, let's go into the bag. We're going to talk about the Ukraine. But before we do that, hey, listen, we got to earn program. You can earn cash promoting Master Focus. You see the information on the screen about our Brain Booster. If you guys want to earn cash, hit the link in the description box below and join the program. Not only that, but tip to anybody who is now an affiliate of Master Focus. Guess what? You should probably be spamming that your, your affiliate link in the chat to get that sale when I mention it. Easy grip. That's a real, real easy grip that you can get some sales from, right? All right, without further ado, let's dive into the Griff Report. Uh, so we're talking about Ukraine, we're gonna talk about Hillary, and then we got a bunch of geeky shit to talk about. So let's dive into the Ukraine. Uh, first things first, let's take a look at what uh, Rand Paul had to say about the Ukraine. There's, there's also this incredible story about an American journalist, Gonzalo Lira. He's reportedly right now in prison in Ukraine on allegations of, of spreading Russian propaganda. Oh, wow. Gonzalo made the news. You guys remember when I interviewed Gonzalo a couple of times on here and he cursed me out? Fuck him. Understand this: that Joe Biden could approve 113 billion dollars of money to Ukraine, and yet he has not tried to get this American journalist out of prison. There, how is that possible? Do we do we really need to care about going to get Gonzalo? Gonzalo grifted his way to the Ukraine, 
Do we have to care? I don't care. Anybody in the chat care if Gonzalo Lira comes back or not? I mean, I don't want to see anybody get hurt or die, but why was he there? <laughs> why was he there? <laughs> Given his grifty, um, <laughs> Jeff said Gonzalo's not worth trading for. Yeah, we not. I don't know anybody worth trading. We need, they could keep Gonzalo. <laughs> It's even worse than that, Maria. They've canceled the elections. What kind of democracy has no election? So Look at Rand. Rand's like, I don't even ever heard of this guy. Next subject. <laughs> Moving right along. Next year, Zelensky said he's not going to have an election. Why couldn't Gonzalo get out of Ukraine, by the way? Anybody know why he couldn't leave the Ukraine? Vader said, why'd he curse me out? You got to go watch the episode. You'll see it. It's, it's a shit show. Um... But yeah, um, obviously Rand Paul never heard of him. Because it would be inconvenient during the war and would be expensive. Well, the thing is, if you don't have elections, why in the world would we be supporting a country that's not a democracy? They've banned the political parties. They've invaded churches. They've arrested priests. So, no, it isn't a democracy. Wow. It's a corrupt regime. And are the Russians any better? No, the Russians are worse. But at the same time. Got to got to keep that party line. Hey, I might have to do a presentation one day on prisoner of the party line. And, um, you know, it's part of the job where there's a certain narrative that you can't go against because you just get canceled um, by the powers that be like extremely canceled. So, um, yeah, I. Um, pointing out basically here that Rand Paul uh is talking about um, here. And are the Russians any better? No. Russians are any better, right? He's got to say, he's got to um, castigate Russia. He's got to downgrade Russia. It's just part of following the party lines. That's one thing that's bipartisan. Hate for Russia is bipartisan. It has been for a really long time. That's part of the propaganda to make us anti-Russia. I'm not exactly sure if we should be anti-Russia. Um... I'm not pro-Russia. I'm not anti-Russia. I'm more like, there's more to the story here. You know, I, I think I think Russia deserves more credit than we give her. You see, because without Russia, there would be no America. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. These are just facts. In fact, is it in my book? Hold on. You know I'm going to geek out. Let me see if it's in my book. I might be able to show it to you. I have it pulled up now. Where is the um, search tool? Let's see. Is this in here? Okay. Yeah, it's that part. But there's something else here. Uh-huh. Um, no. No. Okay, maybe this part isn't in my book. But, um, you know, in studying Russian history, I don't remember the source of where I got this information from, but the, uh, was it the Civil War? Yeah, it was the Civil War. Civil War. Let me see if I can find this for you. Hold on a second. You know, I got to geek out sometimes. Russia, American Civil War. Let's see what we can find here. Here we go. Right on wiki. Perfect. Check this out. So this is the interesting part about, you know, history 
between America and Russia. We have some, some good ties here. And, and America would not be America today without Russia. So it says right here, Russian Empire, United States relations, right? The relations between the Russian Empire and the United States predate Soviet Russia, Soviet Union, United States relations, right? So these are two completely different things. You got Soviet Russia and you got the Russian Empire. Obviously, Soviet Russia is post-Bolshevik Revolution, Lenin, Stalin, Marx, all of that, right? So that's a different style of Russia. That's not, it, you know, Soviet Union and communism does not represent Russia very well. In fact, that's the smallest part of their history is modern history, um, you know, uh, the 20th century, 21st century. Um, okay, it says right here, Russia officially recognized the United States in 1803 and in two countries established diplomatic relations in 1809. From 1776 to 1970, 1917, the U.S. and Russia maintained cordial relations. Now, what happens around 1917, the Bolshevik Revolution? I think the Bolshevik Revolution was a little bit earlier than that. But um, then the Soviet comes along and, and things sort of take a, a turn for the worst. Um, with occasional cultural and commercial. All right. So right here, it says right here, Russia was neutral during the American Civil War, but tended to favor the North in contrast to Britain's policy that favored the South. It sold Alaska on favorable terms in 1867. So we're wondering, you know, why exactly does America have uh, Alaska? It was part of the deal. It was part of the fact that, um, in exchange for aid, the North said part of paying you back for helping us out is, um, you know, buying Russia for uh, buying um, Alaska from Russia because Alaska is just a piece of shit property. Um, now, where does it talk about the blockade? I should probably. OK, here we go. Um, that's American Revolutionary War. Let me see. If, OK, American Civil War. OK, here. So it says right here, Russia supported the Union largely because it believed that the U.S. served as a counterbalance to its geopolitical rival, the United Kingdom. In 1863, Russia's Navy, Baltic and Pacific fleets wintered the American ports of New York and San Francisco, respectively. The Alexander Nevsky and other vessels of the Atlantic Squadron stayed in American waters for seven months. 1865 saw a major project attempted, the building of a Russian-American telegraph line from Seattle through British Columbia, Russian-American Alaska and Siberia, an early attempt to link east-west communications that failed and never operated. So there was, and there's probably like some deep conspiracy theory as to why that fell apart. But the point of the matter is when the North was surrounded um, I think uh, England was coming through the north and France or I think it was France was coming through the south. Uh, and then, you know, Russia basically balanced the power out. Right. Russia provided aid to make sure that. Let's see. Let's do Russia, American Civil War blockade and see if anything pops up. See right here is there's an article right here, history not dot net. The time the U.S. actually welcomed a Russian blockade during the Civil War. So this is the Russian blockade I was talking about. You guys can go study up on this. I'm not going to you know, stay on this too long because I'll get deep in the weeds and never come back. But fact of the matter is, America would not be America without Russia. The North would not have won the war. We would have been a Confederate flag toting country. We'd have slavery or whatever the hell you want to believe in a hypothetical uh, scenario. But the fact of the matter is we owe Russia 
for the way we live today. We, in fact, we owe Russia for killing uh, slavery. Russia eliminated serfdom in 1861. I believe America stopped slavery in 1864. And that was mostly because Russia led the way and we wanted to show that we were as civil as Russia. And so we followed suit and got rid of slavery. So it wasn't for Russia. Black people would still be slaves. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. These are just historical facts, all right? Let's go back. The Russians are worse, but at the same time, we don't always have to pick some side to be on. But the ultimate reason I'm against this is we do. Now, in order to understand American-Russia relations um, in the so, you know, uh, following the establishment of the Soviet Union, I'm going to have to do more studies on that. I have um, I, I haven't gotten into that time period too deep yet. And I know many of you in the chat are probably screaming like, I know it, I know it, I know it. And that's fucking fabulous because um, it's information we should know. But um, I do understand that there was some changing of sides and backstabbing between Russia and Germany and the UK. Like these two countries aligned and then then they, you know, there was some, what is, what was the, there was like some secret pact that went down behind the back of the Russians. Then there was another secret pact that went down behind the backs of Germany. But again, just all sorts of um, balance of power, war stuff. Don't have the money. And when we borrow more money, it leads to more inflation, leads to more likelihood of recession in our country. And so we just can't keep doing it. Uh, somebody in the chat says, doesn't Alaska have untapped gas and oil? I think I've heard something about that. I think you might be right. Um, he said HJ had no idea about Ukraine or their conflict because he isn't there. Try to make HJ seem like he was unintelligent. Yeah, exactly. I was pointing to the fact that, you know, I was pointing to like Illuminati conspiracy theories and I don't like, I'm like, you don't think there's like some secret hand, you know, behind this war and Gonzalo acted like, you know, how dare I have a conspiracy theory? And that to me was like really weird. Now I remember what that argument was about. He got really weird during the interview. I don't know if he's stressed because he's in Ukraine, but he got really weird. Um, Jeff said he was watching TV in a dingy hotel room and then making up stories about sources telling him things. Yeah. Can you guys hear that feedback? Okay, I think it's just me. Um, checking the chat now before we go to the next video. Uh... The Russians were responsible for 70% of the Nazi army casualties. Yes, huge role in that, in that war. Absolutely huge role in the world wars. This was around the time the British Empire was engaged in the great game where the British believed Tsarist Russia was in a war with them. They weren't. It was pure paranoia. Right, right. Hey, take this time to hit the like button. Also, because I have the greatest broadcast on the planet, Hit the bell to get notified to get notified when I go live. Let's do that now. All right. Yeah, they murdered the czar and the family. Yeah, that was tragic, man. When you read about that, I had to read about that three times because I was studying Rasputin and I studied Rasputin. No, t well, three times studying Russia and then twice from studying Rasputin. Um, so I had to relive that story of killing a family from like many sources. And it's just like. Damn, that shit was brutal. Uh, but then there's also the take that the family actually wasn't murdered. And there's that's a whole nother conspiracy theory. 
All right, anyway, before I go down another rabbit hole, let's go to the next video. 60 Minutes says this about Ukraine. American taxpayers are financing more than just weapons. We discovered the U.S. government's buying seeds and fertilizer for Ukrainian farmers. So U.S. taxpayer money is being used to uh, subsidize farmers. Oh, I figured it out. These wires are crossing. I mean, that'll... Okay. I got it. I should stop the wires from crossing. So, I'm sorry, it's just annoying in my ear. And there it goes again. Anyway, um, take the headphones out for now. Uh, we are, American taxpayer dollars, as if we haven't subsidized enough. We are now subsidizing Ukraine and providing food for Ukraine. Meanwhile, we have the border crisis and illegal immigrants pouring across the border. But we're not taking care of our own. We, we're not taking care of San Francisco, Chicago, Detroit, homelessness in D.C., homelessness in Miami. Um, we're not taking care of our veterans and, and our money's going overseas. Wait till you find out what else this money's going towards. And covering the salaries of Ukraine's first responders, all 57,000 of them. That includes the 57,000 team that trains this rescue dog named Joy to comb through the wreckage of Russian strikes looking for survivors. See how they try to throw the dog in there? See how they try to throw the dog in there? They threw that dog in there for white folks because they know white folks love dogs. You know, they, they know white folks love dogs, so they threw the dog in there to make you sympathize and empathize with the Ukrainians. Real slick, real slick tactic. We don't give a damn about that dog. And the U.S. also funds the divers who we saw clearing unexploded ammunition from the country's rivers. Man, it, it looked like he looking for gold. That's what that looked like. To make them safe again for swimming and fishing. Russia's invasion shrank Ukraine's economy by about a third. We were surprised to find that to keep it afloat, the US government is subsidizing small businesses. Wow. United States government is subsidizing small businesses. Did the United States government subsidize small business after the pandemic destroyed half of small business? Did it? That's a big question that we need, we need to know. Did it subsidize small business? No, it didn't give a damn about small business. Didn't give a damn. America didn't give a damn about small business, but yet small business is getting assistance from America, United States. And who's paying for that? Me and you, you and I. We are the ones paying for small business. Investing a small business in Ukraine. If you are if you are at HotepCon, then you got the inside scoop on what's really happening in Ukraine. I can't say it publicly here, but if you are at HotepCon, you know my take on what exactly is happening in Ukraine. But there is preparation for something in Ukraine. But you'll have to come to one of my events, and I'll explain to you. Which reminds me, Grifties, um, IRL coming soon. Hotep, you're a genius. HotepJesus.com. Uh, we're not done with Ukraine. Hold on. We are not done with Ukraine. Hold on. We got more on Ukraine. So. In the wonderful world of AI. In the wonderful, wonderful world of AI, I, 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 I input uh, an article uh, about the Ukraine situation, this update about what's happening here. 
into ChatGPT and I told ChatGPT, so I didn't have to read the article. I said, give me a, a bullet point summary of this article. And it did so. So check this out. Let me show you what we got here. This is why I love AI. You guys aren't using AI. You're just a fucking moron. Anyway, uh, sorry. Um, tech is, 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 is my baby. So I get very sensitive when people talk about tech. Anyway, uh, $70 billion in the U.S. aid sent to Ukraine since Russia invasion. $70 billion. With a request for an additional $20 billion. So that's nearly a tenth of a trillion. Nearly a tenth of a trillion dollars will have gone to the Ukraine out of Congress. Now, we are in debt as a nation. What do you think this is going to do as far as inflation is concerned? We just where are we finding this money? Where is this money coming from? I just want to know, like, like where, where where are they finding this money? This is insane. Republican lawmakers split on funding, some seeking more oversight, while hardliners want to cut off all funding. So this is what happens, right? Where Republicans try to reel in, you know, Republican grifters. Um, are quite similar to Democrat grifters, except Democrat grifters suck more dick. Uh, anyway, so Republican lawmakers are bipartisan in their hate for Russia, right? So they want to convince us that Russia is bad guy. Russia is bad guy. And they do it so much that they end up legislating money for their enemy, Ukraine. But the populace doesn't like it. They don't like American taxpayer dollars going to Ukraine, especially when that money could be spent at home. So they'll grift and say, hey, I hate Russia, but let's cut funding. So that's basically what that's about. Says on the front lines in eastern Ukraine, U.S. made Bradley fighting vehicles are protecting soldiers from Russian threats. So we're supplying arms. That's no um, that's not news. That's not new. Ukrainian soldiers praise Americans weapon, American weaponry's ability to deter damage Russian forces. So they're happy because our weapons are superior. Uh, again, not new. U.S. has provided not only military aid, but also non-military support, including funding for farmers, first responders and small businesses. We just went over that. We just went over that. That's absolutely insane. We're actually supporting lives of a foreign country. And many of these people are racist. Many of these people are, are Nazis. Allegedly, allegedly. Let me just cover my ass there. there, there there's a Nazi presence. There is a, a, a presence of people in this country who hate Jewish people. It's just facts. It's just facts. And, and, and how dare you? How dare you right around the time of Yom Kippur? Okay. Shout out to all my Yom Kippur, Yom, Yom Kippur celebrators. Um, Yom Kippur, can I segue here really fast and come back? Yom Kippur is a very interesting holiday. And, you know, when I, when I, uh, began looking into this thing, um, this weekend, I said, I might want to become Jewish. I think I want to be Jewish. I think I want to convert. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Mostly because I like the way they think. Now, Yom Kippur comes with uh, a 25 hour fast and there's other things that it's involved, but something that I really liked and resonated with me was, um, so there's a moment where they want to, um, cast away their sins, right? 
And what they do is they take breadcrumbs and they drop it in the water. And these breadcrumbs obviously dissolve in the water. And I love that esoteric symbolism, that ritual that really hits the subconscious mind and creates a placebo effect where you get to now you're like cleansing yourself of all wrongdoing. And, and, you know, any, and a lot of the wrongdoing happens just in our mind. I talk about mental health on, um, on the intro to this, these videos all the time. So it's very interesting how you can sort of forgive yourself for, you know, maybe you yelled at the kids too harshly or something like that. And you start to forgive yourself for these things. And I love how it has that physical aspect. Um, also, um, you get to set, um, I don't want to say a goal, but, um, you get to set your intent for the next year and then, you know, God sort of gets behind it. So it seems like a very wonderful holiday. I'm thinking about celebrating. I think about converting to uh, Judaism. Shalom to the homies. Yom Kippur. Salute to the Yom Kippur celebrating people. Uh, Strong Dad said, I ain't converting to anything that ain't black. See, now you're going to make me start ranting about how Judaism is black. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Oh, this is a real Hotep, brother. But we ain't going there today. Let's go back to Ukraine. Uh, what else they say here? American officials stress there have been no substantiated cases of weapon diversion. What? Mm, all right. All right. This, 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 I'm not going to touch because I don't have anything to confirm or deny, but I will say that's suspicious. It's a bit suspicious. And I don't know if we can, uh, I don't know if we can, um, believe that because weapons have gone missing according to some reports. Anyway, Ukraine, uh, ranked as one of Europe's most corrupt countries is working to combat corruption with U S support. So not only are we helping a foreign nation, we are helping one of the most corrupt nations in Europe. <laughs> oh, you know who we should help? The guys that are corrupt. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Uh, U.S. assistance has helped Ukraine survive the economic challenges posed by Russia's invasion. Yeah, because we've been sort of subsidizing their lives. Senators Lindsey Graham, Elizabeth Warren and Richard Blumenthal visit Ukraine. United in their support for U.S. funding for Ukraine's resistance. So, again, look at this bipartisan situation we have here. Lindsey Graham reaching across the aisle to Elizabeth Warren. How freaking cute. Isn't that cute that they agree on something? Uh, America's investment in Ukraine is seen as a strategic move to deter Russia's expansionist ambitions. Obviously, we we well, really, it's it's to deter it's it's really to push NATO's expansionist ambitions, but you guys all are privy to that. Uh, Ukraine's commitment uh, to transparency, yeah, transparency and accountability aims to ensure aid reaches its intended recipients. Yeah, I'm sure we can expect that from one of Europe's most corrupt nations. I'm sure we can expect transparency and accountability. Sure, totally believable. It says here, despite challenges, American taxpayers support plays a crucial role in Ukraine's fight for freedom. It says it right there. Even Chad GPT will tell you that. America's taxpayers paying for other motherfuckers and we got to pay for the illegal immigrants coming here. So no, we got to pay for the people abroad. We got to pay for people come here. And meanwhile, we're getting squeezed by Bidenomics. Make it make sense, people. Make it make sense. 
Zulu just became a member of American taxpayers, most buck breaking people. Thank you for becoming a member of the channel. Look out for all the goodies for my, um, my people here. Uh, <laughs> Y'all are wilding out in the chat. I, yeah, they wilding in the, in the rumble chat. The rumble chat is lit right now. I ain't reading y'all comments, but y'all are, y'all are just, y'all wild. Um, okay, let's go to the next story. Hillary Clinton is in the news. Let's see what Big Hill got to say. She's with uh, the redhead beauty from Russia, or I don't know if she's from Russia, but I think she's Russian. What's her name again? Uh, Miss Circleback. Let's see what, uh, let's see what uh, Miss Deleted Emails has to say. Vladimir Putin uh, has obviously your friend, your friend and mine. Uh, yes, indeed. He has uh, intervened in our election in the past. Right. It's not something, as you experienced firsthand, it's not something we talk about a lot. Do you fear that that is something that could be happening for 2024? And wait, damn, wait, they rehashing this for 2024 and saying Putin's going to. Oh, they're prepping it. They're prepping it in case Trump wins. They can say, oh, Russia did it again. Oh, this is interesting. Do you think we should be talking about it more? Well, I think we should be talking about it more because I don't think this. Hillary has aged horribly. Talk about fine woman, fine white woman falling off. I mean, Hillary, young Hillary was she was a looker. But man, did that sin catch up to her. That sin caught up to her ass. See, when you live a good life, God take care of you. When you live evil. See, that's why some people that say, how come karma doesn't get the elites? Oh, it do. It be biting them in their ass. You just don't see it. A lot of them be walking around with illnesses and painful diseases and they hide it from the public. Trust me, they're getting their gains. Despite all of the, uh, you know, deniers, uh, there's any doubt that he interfered in our election or that. Wait, what? Deniers? First, y'all banned Trump for being an election denier. And now you're saying that it's OK to be election deniers. He has interfered in many ways in uh, the. Uh, internal affairs of other countries, funding political parties, funding, you know. Yeah, Jen Psaki, my bad. You know, political candidates, uh, buying off, uh, you know, government officials in different places. So that is his opus. Oh, wow. Oh, so, so Rush Putin's the only one buying off uh, American officials. We just found out the other day that a New Jersey Democrat was being bribed by Egypt, Egypt, Egyptian officials, a Democrat bribed by Egypt. And here she is talking about bribes. Come on now. Uh, uh, you know, his his opus operandi in the sense that he hates democracy. He particularly hates the West and he especially hates us. And he has determined that he can do two things simultaneously. He can try to continue to damage and divide us internally, and he's quite good at it. Mm. And sadly, he has a lot of apologists and enablers uh, in our own country, people who either don't see the danger or dismiss it out of hand, or maybe agree with some of the uh, you know, positions he's taken uh, on certain things, including uh, his barbaric invasion of Ukraine. And so dividing us and then his barbaric invasion of Ukraine <laughs> and trying to seize territory uh, in such a uh, brutal way to try to expand his reach, to try to restore the Russian 
empire, if not the former Soviet Union. That is who he is. Mm -hmm. I uh, the former Russian Empire is definitely not going to be resurrected uh, because they've changed their style of government. So I don't know how she got that. Said that for years. Part of the reason he worked so hard against me is because he didn't think that uh, he wanted me uh, in the White House. So we are where we are. And part of the challenge is to. Wait, did she just say that Putin's got a personal vendetta against her? She got personal beef with Putin. He, oh, Putin didn't want you in the White House? What a sore loser. To continue to um, explain to the American public. Wait till I get to the big tech update. I got some crazy shit to show you on a big tech update. Mm, mm, mm. That, you know, the kind of leader Putin is, this authoritarian dictator who literally kills his uh, opposition, kills journalists, poisons people. Hillary, what did you do to Muammar Gaddafi? Hillary, what did you do to Muammar Gaddafi? Matter of fact, what did you do to Muammar Gaddafi's grandchild? I'm not even going to look that up because there's no need to. We all know about it. Talk about murder. Uh, who disagree with him, invades other country, interferes with our election. Um, that is part of the alternative we have to reject in this election. We have to reject authoritarianism. We have to reject a kind of creeping fascism almost. Mm. Of oh, creeping fascism. No, what's creeping is socialism. In fact, I meant to show you, that, show you guys this the other day. Damn it, stop it. Look at this. And I've showed you this before. Many of you seen me do this before. I'm going to talk about creep. I'm going to show you creep. Watch this. So here we have the Fabian socialist um, logos, right? So um, you see right there on the left, you'll have the wolf in sheep's clothing, right? <coughs> However, at some point they thought that was too blatant. So on, as you can see there on your screen, they brought in a turtle. Why they bring in a turtle? Because slow and steady wins the race. Slow and steady wins the race. So it's just slow creep. So that slow creep of fascism that she's talking about is actually a symbol of socialism. It's not fascism. It's socialism. They don't want to talk about that. Let's go back. Shout out to Seb Gorka who uh, posted this uh, interview here. People who uh, are really ready to turn over their thinking, their votes uh, to want to be dictators, and we can't allow that to proceed. So I think it's I think it's fair to say that uh, you know you have a tough job because you have to. What she say? I missed that. In this election, we have to reject authoritarianism. We have to reject a kind of creeping fascism, almost mm -hmm. of people who. Uh, are really ready to turn over their thinking, their votes. Uh, to See, I know she says something crazy. The only people that have turned over their thinking are the people on the left. I've never seen such a change in my life. The left went from takedown of bankers to our next activist event is sponsored by J.P. Morgan Chase. It's all about a bunch of brainless followers. It's most significantly the left to want to be dictators and we can't allow that to proceed so i think it's i think it's fair to say that uh, you, you know you have a tough job because you have to talk saki's got a tough job 
talk about what's happening in the news, but you also have to keep people's eyes on what's right behind the horizon. And I fear that, um, you know, the Russians have proved themselves to be quite adept at interfering. And uh, if he has a chance, he'll do it again. <laughs> if, you know, next to the definition of evil in the dictionary should be a, this picture right here. You see Hillary's face right here? She looks like the female George Soros. She looks like George Soros with a wig on. Next to evil in the dictionary should be her face. Right here. This is it. This is what evil looks like. Mm. Mm. That's one person I'm actually afraid of is Hillary Clinton. I am terrified of Hillary Clinton. She scares the shit out of me. I'm not even going to lie to you. She scares the shit out of me. Anyway, let's go to our big tech update. Big tech update and the CBDC update of the day is sponsored by Syscoin. Shout out to the Syscoin fam. Um, listen, uh, in the description box below, we have an airdrop, basically money falling out of the sky. Join our group on Telegram. You hit the link in the description box below. Take it to the Telegram. Once you get to the Telegram, hit the pin message at the top and it'll give you all the details. It's very simple. You should be able to do that within the next two minutes. So I look forward to seeing you in that group. Like I said, we're going to have an airdrop for the new app coming, uh, SuperDap. Uh, which also will feature AI. And uh, yeah, so join the group if you want to be on the cutting edge of technology and you don't want to be a boomer anymore. Link in the description box below. Access the SuperDap um, super uh, uh, group. All right, airdrop group. Let's go. Let's go into the big tech update of the day. Here we are. Daily big tech update of the day. What do we have here? We have Spotify and OpenAI. OpenAI is the organization behind ChatGPT. And what they're saying is now they have a technology that is going to be able to reproduce podcast episodes in the podcast host lang um, voice in different languages. So basically what's happening here is you can listen to Hotep Jesus speak Spanish in the next broadcast. <laughs> How wild is that? Now, I know I was talking all that shit before about AI and, you know, you should use AI. But I'm telling you right now, I'm kind of terrified of hearing myself speak Spanish or Russian or Mandarin. You know, like. It might creep. That's going to creep me out. I'm not even going to hold you. That's going to creep the shit out of me. It's going to creep out. Now, here's the issue. Because my podcast is already on Spotify. Um. And I've thought about this before when, when we knew about voice cloning technology, I already said, well, I'm screwed because I got millions of videos online. So my voice is definitely going to get got at some point. Joe Rogan's voice has gotten got and Trump and AI has mimicked all these voices. So my voice is, is technically already subject to theft. Um, so I'm about 50 50 on if I'm going to enable this, obviously going to help me reach more audience. So that's going to be good for me, but it's, it's definitely enabling the beast here when I allow them to duplicate my voice. And I don't know what permissions I've consented to when I allow Spotify to steal my voice. I'm gonna have to do more research on this, but this is kind of scary. Yo. <sighs> Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Lizette said I would sound cool in Spanish. Oh yeah. Como estas, mommy? <laughs> uh, 
I've been practicing my Spanish too. I've been practicing my Spanish um, on my app. I stopped using um, Duolingo and I switched to Babbel. Babbel seems to be more of a uh, adult app. Babbel seems to be uh, a bit on the kiddish side. So uh, yeah, I uh, moved on over there. And um, yeah, como estas mami? Uh, El Hotep. <laughs> what do y'all think, man? You think you think I should have like you know? Should I here? Let me pop a poll in the chat here. Should I enable my voice clone? Because that's basically what this is. Let's see what the chat says. I already know what y'all gonna say, but um, dual. So Jeff says Duolingo pushes a hardcore rainbow agenda. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. I was playing the, the 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 Duolingo, and at some point, it was like, you know, Susie, uh, Susie tiene una novia, and I was like, wait, Susie got a girlfriend? Then it said Juan tiene un novio. So I'm like, wait, Juan got a boyfriend? Oh Lord Jesus. Yeah, so they uh they definitely got um and you see my Spanish needs some work. It takes me a little while to put my my um my sentences together in Spanish. Do Ukrainian voice. Uh yeah, I don't know how to do the Russian accent. I've been practicing, but it's still not where it needs to be. Moy bien papi says Lizette. Thank you, Lizette. Good. I'm glad to hear you're doing well. Bien, bien, bien. Maybe YouTube will lift your channel. Yeah, who knows. Uh, what else is happening here? So ChatGPT plus an enterprise enable voice command in image prompts and ChatGPT can now respond vocally as well. Now, I was just talking all that shit about AI and all the big tech news about AI today is creeping me the fuck out. I, 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 I'm a hypocrite in this regard. We're like, I'm going to use this shit and still be scared of it. Now, the good part of ChatGPT enabling voice command is I don't have to type in all of my prompts. That's actually very helpful. Um, now hearing chat GPT respond to me as a voice probably shouldn't creep me out much, mostly because we should be used to hearing computer voices. I mean, we've been listening to computer voices forever when we call, um, uh, tech support or customer support, right? You hear that computer voice, that woman or whatever it is, or the man, that computer generated voice. We've been hearing computer generated voices forever, but now that chat GPT is going to be talking back to me, it's going to take some getting used to. It's going to take some getting used to. All right. So that's our big tech update of the day. Let's go to our CBDC update of the day. Um, this is an adult channel. We talk about adult things. We're not talking about Krishan Rock and Blueface's baby. You shines can go tune in on another broadcast for that nonsense. Uh, we ain't talking about Dion getting his ass whooped this weekend, although we knew that was coming. Uh, Uncle Hotep has switched sides. He is now Team Whitlock on hating on Dion, and he even gave away. Um, let's let's actually let's 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 go to Uncle Hotep's channel really fast, and then we'll come back to this. Let's go, Uncle Hotep. Look at this tweet by Uncle Hotep. This is crazy. He's been doing all types of Olympic style cooning. I mean, he's he's really gone overboard this weekend. Look at this. Look at this tweet right here. He says right here, this weekend was a weekend of white excellence. 
The Buck Breaking of Deion Sanders by Dan Lanning. Travis Kelsey returning home and bagging Taylor Swift. Joe Biden calling LL Cool J a boy. And Canadian Parliament cheering for an SS soldier. We down bad. Well, at least he ended with we down bad. Well, that's that's a good thing. Um, at least he shows he's got some sort of solidarity with black people. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the fact that he framed this as a weekend of white excellence. I, I can't wait for Uncle Hotep to uh, get a job with Whitlock on the blaze. We got he got to put his application in ASAP. Him and Whitlock will be the ultimate. Dy- I mean, I thought me and Uncle Hotep would make the ultimate dynamic duo. But when it comes to Coonan, him and Whitlock are going to be like Batman and Robin of Coons. I mean, oh, my God. Nobody could could quite match uh, Whitlock like Uncle Hotep. Anyway, let's go back. Enough of that. Enough of that insidious behavior. Our daily CBDC update. Now, the IMF leans on DEI to sell CBDC. They published a 37-page report, and we did cover that on menoforder.com. Yes, we did. Why wouldn't we? Got to keep the people informed. Let's go to that article. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. All right, here we go. DEI. All right, hold on. Let me um, let me fix that on your screen so you can see it well. Here we go. All right. So menofwater.com. If you're not subscribed to menofwater.com, get your life together, people. Get your life together. So uh, subheading here says, uh, see how the IMF uses diversity, equity, and inclusion to sell the CBDC to an unwitting public. So the IMF published this report you'll see on your screen right now. They published it September 22nd, 2023, just about three days ago. And it's a full free PDF download. And this is basically teaching, um, you know, central banks how to navigate this CBDC rollout. In this case, uh, a pathway to financial inclusion. So basically, you know, I'm not going to read all this. I'm not even going to dive into great detail here. But pretty much what they're saying is, if we sell this thing as diversity, equity, and inclusion, then people will um, will bite. Now, I, I did make a, a bit of a note here and said, uh, like all great communist plots, the impoverished, disabled, and marginalized populations are leveraged to thrust communist policies. Black pawns like Ayanna Presley and Maxine Waters will be used to promote the CBDC agenda. Now, we know we had the anti CBDC, uh, the CBDC Anti-Surveillance Act passed by the uh, House Financial Committee last week. It's going to the House and then Senate and then to the president to sign if it even gets that far. But we had Ayanna Presley and Maxine Waters and the rest of the Democrats basically saying, no, we, we, we want a CBDC. China's got one. We need one, too. That's pretty much that's pretty much what uh, her argument was. We're we're stunting innovation and we should be more like China. China. That's that was Maxine Waters argument. And we covered that hearing last week. If you missed it, shame on you. Um, so, yeah, make sure you subscribe to men of order uh, dot com. Well, we will um, be covering uh, intensely the CBDC cryptocurrency. Uh, we basically cover sex, money and drugs. Good drugs, right? Like supplements, like Master Focus, right? So uh, mindset, culture, and tech also uh, a part of our platform. Shout out to our tech writer, Kamar Daniel. So let's go back. 
when the IMF is issuing DEI uh, advice, you already know what's going down. Uh, the digital euro, a.k.a. CBDC in the euro, the European Union, is two years away, says European Central Bank President Christine Lagarde. We're probably going to be right behind them. Uh, Enbridge, which is a platform for cross-border wholesale uh, CBDC payments, basically bank-to-bank, bank, uh, bank uh, uh, central bank to PSPs, uh, payment service providers, et cetera, et cetera. They're going to launch very soon. So wholesale platform in Hong Kong. So this is according to Eddie Yu, CEO of the Hong Kong Monetary Authority. It's basically saying um, their platform is uh, going to be launched soon. So wholesale CBDCs, bank-to-bank uh, interoperability, communication is going to be launching into Hong Kong soon. Last piece here in regards to the CBDC rollout, foreign travelers can now buy China's digital yuan with Visa and MasterCard payments. So you can put your credit card down when you go to China and buy their CBDC. And uh, it will be held within. They have a special app for this. So your CBDC will be in the app. And then you can use that app at uh, select retailers or wherever they um, take the digital yuan. What does that mean for us? Well, first of all, that means. um, Well, I I guess there's a couple of different ways you can look at this. Let's look at one of the positives. Right. And, And maybe the Central Bank of America might like this, but it should reduce our inflation. It, it should siphon some of our cash out. The issue is, the issue is, it's siphoning our cash out to none other than, you better guessed it, China. China. So U.S. dollars leaving and going to China via credit cards like MasterCard and Visa. Absolutely amazing. This is a great onboarding um, uh, concept. Uh, I believe there are some cryptocurrency um, exchanges that do accept credit cards in exchange for cryptocurrency. So this is not exactly a new phenomenon, although many have like stringent um, KYC protocol and uh, usually require a bank account. So you can like, you know, if you're working with Coinbase, then, you know, you connect your bank account to purchase crypto, et cetera, et cetera. And hopefully you're sending your Bitcoin off of Coinbase into your own wallet that you control. I moved a bunch of crypto last week um, just because I just don't trust these exchanges. Um, and I already have I have like a K of Bitcoin stuck on Coinbits because prime trust went down. So I'm technically out of eight K in Bitcoin. Um it kind of makes my stomach hurt to think about it, but I procrastinated in removing it from the exchange. So until the prime trust settlement goes down, I'm out of 8k in Bitcoin. This is a lesson to everybody. Get your crypto off of the platforms, get it off of the exchanges and into your wallet. Thankfully, that's not all of my Bitcoin. Um, and I've Bitcoin in several places. So yeah. Um, but I'm not Bitcoin rich. I'm just sort of Bitcoin secure. Um, with that being said, let's go to our phone lines. We're going we're gonna to open our phone lines. If you want to get on the phone lines, text hold up in your name to 202-596-5631, 202-596-5631. And we will be back after this brief, short commercial break. <laughs> 